Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic, and happy and blessed Tuesday to everybody out there. And yes, indeed, you are seeing a a background. I finally had time today to actually move my desk, and so now my Blu-ray collection is behind me. And obviously, there's still a little bit of work to do, but gone is the mirror reflection gone is the bland background with nothing going on so obviously there's still a lot of work to be done but i'll be able to take care of that as the summer goes on but before going any further though please make sure that you smash that like button and light up that fire button over on odyssey we are live on youtube on twitter on d live and of course on Odyssey. So let's say hello to some people tonight. Going to talk about the Orlando MegaCon Geeks and Gamers Meetup Experience. They're still over there actually right now. They're over in Orlando until tomorrow. Uh, I had to, of course, leave uh, because I had uh, meetings to do uh, for today and just other stuff to do for uh, getting the classroom set up for the summer and uh, all that good stuff that typically happens at the end of a school year. And so I'm about to enter into full time summer mode. So next week, be ready, because the streaming schedule for the summer will be out soon, and we'll have some morning streams. Good morning, Asgard, coming back. Also, the OMB Report channel coming back to life as well, being able to actually record videos for that channel and do the typical live stream as well. Going to do it once a week live stream in the morning on the OMB Report channel as well. So let's go ahead and see who is in the chat. Vincent Womack, what's going on? Says he can't be here for it live, but we'll watch it playing back. Well, thank you very much for dropping that like button. I appreciate it. Smashing that like. Luca, what's going on? Good sir. If I wake up on time, I will join you. If not, have a great stream. Well, thank you. Hopefully you have woken up as you had this uh, up earlier today. Uh, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Uh, thanks for popping in to say hi. Getting ready for a baptism. Oh, very fun. Or baptismal prep. So are you prepping someone for baptism, or are you prepping to actually baptize someone? Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, what's going on, good sir? Says, what did you buy at the con? I actually didn't buy anything. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. It's something that I honestly wasn't even, I didn't even really have time to, to look around. If, if you looked at my video that I posted today of the vlog that I took, you know, obviously not too much footage was at the actual con, but the reason why was because it was so crowded. I mean, it was, it felt like they had just oversold. Um, and someone had mentioned that all tickets that had been purchased last year when they had canceled were being honored. So it looks like basically you had people who were using the tickets if they had bought one last year, in addition to getting the uh, basically uh, getting the ones who were you know brand new this year, right? Who had bought tickets for this year as well. So it was just so overcrowded that it was hard just to even you know walk around to any of the booths at all, and it was one of those things where. That's not something that I typically do anyway because I feel like most of the stuff that is offered usually in those booths is normally overpriced. So, you know, I, I, I didn't buy anything actually at the con other than the actual uh, <laughs> other than the actual day pass itself. Uh, Orange Hour Views, hail to you, good sir. Says hail to the Allfather, hail to the chat, the Valkyrie, and members. Well, thank you very much. Tina B, what's going on? Empress of the Universe, one of my Valks, one of my mods. 
Uh, make sure you behave in the chat, or she will drop the hammer. Uh, Tina, thank you for being here. And please make sure, as she says, smash that like button. Also, if you want to get my attention, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin, it lets me know that you're trying to get my attention. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a code phrase, a code word here. If you put it at the very beginning, it means that I can highlight your comments. Of course, you can donate or super chat as well if you wish. Uh, you're not required to. And uh, if you are a member on the channel, if you are a YouTube member on the channel, uh, one of the perks of being a member is that you do not have to worry about the tag. It is one of those things. Uh, anyway, Brian Barth, hail to you. Is here live. Alex McCarthy, what's going on, good sir? Been praying for you. Uh, glad to hear things went well. Uh, he says, how do you, Odin, how's it going? How's Thor? Physical therapy was rough today. Still in the hospital till June, second or third, then to an inpatient physical therapy place for a few weeks. Well, I'm glad that you're recovering, man. Been praying for you. Glad the surgery was a success. And I hope that the physical therapy is able to uh, lead to a, a situation where you're just feeling a lot better. Uh, and I'm really hoping and praying that you, because um, I know that you've been in pain for a long time, uh, you know, long before the surgery. So I really hope that these, uh, surgeries and the therapy are going to be able to, uh, to make you better than ever, man. So again, thank you so very much, uh, for always being here, for always being so supportive and just for being an awesome dude. So again, praying for you and I'll keep you in my prayers. Uh, Bruce, what is going on? Uh, we got some love being shown in the chat. I saw that, uh, well, Drunk 3PO was hanging out in the chat, and Jeremy just dropped a super chat. So I'll get to those in a second once I can highlight those on the screen. But thank you all very much for being here. I really do appreciate it. GMuggy76, hail to you. Thank you for being here. Cacao and Cookies Minion, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Great Wuda, what's going on? Thank you very much. As now Drunk 3PO is getting in on the super chat game as well. Gonzalo Bergali, what's going on? Welcome back, good sir. Appreciate you being here. Kaylee, what's going on? Kaylee D, welcome back. Uh, Canman1984, hello to you. Welcome. Again, thank you for being here. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington says, no door. Well, technically, the, the door is still in frame. The door is still in frame, but it is a little bit different. Yes. So, yeah, everything has just been shifted. So, I used to be facing this way, and now I'm facing this way. So, there's a window above me, and, uh, yeah, the uh, Blu-ray shelf behind me as well. The one thing I need to figure out is what to do with this shelf. Because I know that it is something that is at least a little bit more interesting than what it was before, but also I, it, you know, it's blocking part of the shelf as well. Oh man, okay, that now they're having a super chat battle, uh, a battle of insults. So I can't wait to actually be able to highlight those on screen. <laughs> Nathan Slay, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. Waiting for the Orville. What is going on? How's it going? Oh, now it's blinding. Okay, people were complaining before about it being reflective in the mirror. Now, now, now it's too much. Y'all are never happy. Never, never happy. <laughs> well, the Easter season is almost over. Uh, we are very, very close to Ascension, and that means we're very close to Pentecost, and then it'll change to red. Uh, I are a Darth Aggie. What's going on? Burst Angel. Welcome. Nathan Slay. Tag to say, I know Tina won't be impressed by this, but I watched the OG Top Gun today and loved it, as I think it's an incredible 80s movie. I'm open to watching Top Gun 2 now. Well, Top Gun 2 looks like it's going to be fantastic. Uh, John Flickinger, uh, good friend of the channel, actually got to see it early, and he said that I would love it. So uh, he knows my taste pretty well. So I would say that uh, I'm very excited. So I, I still have a ticket for tomorrow and Thursday. I think I'm going to cancel my ticket tomorrow, though. Because Thursday's ticket is in IMAX, and I want to see it for the first time in IMAX because I feel like that's going to give me the best 
I think, view of the film. And that's going to allow me to, I think, give the, the, the most accurate review of the film itself because it's going to rely so much on visuals. And this is something I've been saying ever since all the trailers started coming out was that this is going to be a visually stunning film. And that's what's really going to be uh, the thing to look for is it's not going to be necessarily the story or the acting. I mean, the film, the original film was not really known for those things. So I, I'm so excited, though, just to see what they're going to be able to handle visually. Let's see. Steven, thanks for the tag, says, great to see you. Ha- uh, great to see you. Uh, we're there at Megacon. Based on your experience to these, what are the pros and cons uh, when going out of state at a con? Um, so there's a huge pro to having someone as amazing as Jeremy, uh, D-Day Cobra of Geeks and Gamers, because um, being able to go and have a place of like having like that you know, that, that centralized location was a huge benefit. Um, driving around Orlando kind of sucked just because traffic is, is something that's, it's almost like perpetually bad unless you're like leaving really, really early in the morning, uh, depending on where you're going. But I think having that, having a centralized location was great. Uh, having other people with you is I think a huge plus as well. It just makes the experience that much more fun and that much more bearable. I mean, I know a lot of people who are, who, who had gone just by, by their, you know, on their own and by themselves and God bless them. But as I, I've shared on the channel before, you know, I, I have uh, situational uh, social anxiety. And so having people there uh, as, as, as a help and having people there to, to, to hang out with and to, you know, people that I know and people that I've been meeting for the first time. It's crazy that that was my first time meeting in person, Jay, meeting drunk three PO and, and Josiah rises and Ryan, uh, I had, I'd met Jeremy before, but it was just crazy meeting so many members of the team, Krista, uh, Stephanie. I mean, again, it was phenomenal. It really, really was. Joni, as I like to call him. Johnny. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling him Joni, though. Chris, Krista has me obsessed with that pronunciation. Uh, let's see. Joey Horn, what's going on? Good, sir. Happy Rogation Tuesday. Yes, indeed. It is Rogation Week. Uh, Chris Curran, what's going on? Thank you for the $2 SSU. Super chat says it was awesome meeting with you, sir. Awesome meeting you as well. And I do apologize. I have always been terrible with names. Even at my work, there are still people, even though I've been there for over three years where I'm like, I, I think I know your name, but I'm not entirely sure. I only know part of the name. Um, so that's why at the, at the meetup, which was awesome. It was really, uh, really cool experience as well. Um, it was, I was like, Hey, so, you know, what's, what's the screen name that you go by? Because that's the name I'm going to be able to recognize, uh, is, you know, the one in the chat. And it's so many people who are lurkers or people who don't chat very often who, who came to the meetup, which was awesome to see. So Chris Curran, thank you very much for that super chat, man. I appreciate it. Uh, there's drunk three PO saying Odin coughed on me. Ah, coming from the man that randomly coughs. And uh, and Gina Carano has has confirmed this as well that even when he's hanging out with her, he still does it. <laughs> uh, all of that was just such an amazing experience. I mean, yeah, I mean beyond just the Orlando MegaCon experience, you know, with Geeks and Gamers. I mean, obviously the top highlight is definitely meeting Gina Carano, but also just being able to have a conversation with Gina Carano as well. I mean. Truly, a you know, this is something that that usually is a joke on Friday Night Tights because As usually is able to get his his little voice modulator and changer going when he sings like "You are beautiful, beautiful soul." But really, she has a beautiful soul. It's just she's such a amazing human being, and being able to actually com- you know have a conversation with her and you know it's one of those things where we oftentimes you know have this image in our head about you know celebrities. Uh, it could be a specific celebrity or just celebrities in general. And 
it was just great to know that the person that that I thought she would be was exactly what she was going. It was exactly what she was. Uh, what you see in the interviews that she does, what you see in the conversations and in the way that, you know, when she hangs out with Jay and, and everything like all that is, is totally real. It's totally authentic. And so it was just amazing to get to hear her, you know, talk about, you know, all the different things that are going on in her life, you know, whether, whether it was what happened with Disney or, or whether it's the current projects and other things um, and just be able to connect too. Uh, I found out that both of us, uh, in a certain way have, you know, I've been open about this before as well. You know, I have ADD. And so like having a connection with her there that, that she also has like kind of like struggles with, uh, you know, being distracted by different things. And then also, uh, you know, other things too, that, uh, that there were connections with. It was just, again, it was really awesome. It's always great when you are reminded. Um, and this was something too, that I, you know, have luckily, I think been able to over the years be, a little bit more cognizant of and try and be more careful with is sometimes we try to deify people, right? Sometimes we, you know, put people on pedestals and at the end of the day, they're, they're people, they're, you know, they're regular everyday human beings. And it was so easy to do that uh, with Gina Carano just because she honestly was just, again, a truly beautiful soul in every single way. Uh, let's see forever sci-fi. What's going on? Welcome back. Good, sir. Grand master Yoda. What's going on? Just 12 hours to Top Gun 2. Time goes so slow. <laughs> Definitely can feel that, man. Definitely can feel that. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait to see it on Thursday. Uh, Steven, tag to say, uh, are you really excited for the Kenobi series, even though the rumors just seeing the Hayden and Ewan together is surreal? Yeah, it, it is surreal, but I can't say I'm excited. I've seen the trailer for it, and it's kind of sad because I don't feel like it. It doesn't feel like the, the who you know, the showrunner, who was one of the best directors on The Mandalorian. You know, during the first season, she had directed a few episodes and they were some of the best. And I had a lot of respect and still have a lot of respect for her because I remember when she was doing interviews and one of the things that she wanted to make clear was she was like, I don't want to be known as a good female director. I don't want to be known as a good Asian director. I want to be known as a good director. So just knowing that about her made me have more trust in the show because because she is you know she was chosen to be the showrunner but at the same time her background didn't really seem to indicate that she was necessarily a good uh, pick for a showrunner because she has never really done that kind of thing before she she showed herself to have a very capable hand at directing but really that was about it so obviously i think that the trailers aren't really showing the same steady hand that she was able to show in the episodes that she directed so that I think has me concerned because it it just makes it seem like, and this is something that's that's well known, right? That Disney is in such full control of all of their properties that you almost question how much of this is actually from the director, how much of this is from the showrunner, and how much of this is just Disney corporate, you know, pushing certain agenda items, you know. And so overall, I, I can't say I'm really all that excited for it. Um, and also, there's the the bigger issues too with. Just the fact that the show exists and what we know very basically about it, it's it's breaking so much as far as like continuity and canon. And obviously Disney is notorious for that, and that's nothing new, but it always it doesn't make it any less frustrating when they continue to break canon or when they continue to try and, and, and push these these different ideas and these different uh, concepts down our throats and destroy characters that we love and destroy the actors 
that play those characters as well or make it a lot harder for them for us really as as fans to you know be able to have those those member very moments right like i look to what they did for spider-man no way home you know they let the director have control of it and they were able to give fans what they wanted and disney has just not been able to do that with any of their properties that's like the biggest difference you know sony's not a perfect company you know, Sony gave us films like Morbius, for instance. So Sony is by far not a perfect company, but at least I go to, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, which whether people like it or not, because people are still fighting over this, 75% of it was funded by Sony. 75% of the, of the profits went to Sony. And Amy Pascal was the, the lead producer. I mean, it was called, an like literally at the very end of the film, an Amy Pascal production. So clearly she had the head, even though, uh, you know, Kevin Feige was also a producer on the film, so clearly he had some control too. But I think that it's that it's the uh, Amy Pascal and it's the Sony factor that is likely what led to that film doing member berries well. Because even if you look to Doctor Strange, for instance, you know, Doctor Strange 2, there were so many moments when you open up a multiverse, there are so many things that they could have done to make audiences happy, and they didn't. And I remember mentioning this early on when that film first came out, when Doctor Strange first came out, that they weren't even able to get the normie audiences really on board with it as, as a film. Financially, the film's doing really, really well. And I think that there is still a chance for that film to maybe even make a billion dollars, though a lot of people are kind of abandoning, abandoning that notion at this point or saying, like, there's just no chance, there's just no way. I still think it's possible. And obviously, with Top Gun 2 coming out this weekend and finally some competition coming out, for the film, it's going to be a big indicator of whether or not it's going to have what it takes to get to that point. But regardless of it, that doesn't make the film good or bad. You know, the, the film itself is not good. And one of the problems with it is that they took a concept like the multiverse and screwed it up. They just did not know what to do with it. They, they just had no concept of of how to give fans what they wanted. And, and they took moments that could have been really cool and really awesome and just destroyed it. Uh, so I can't say I'm, I'm really that all that excited. Uh, there he is, Jeremy D-Day Cobra. What's going on, brother? Uh, thank you very much uh, for the love, and thank you for the super chat, uh, for the $25 super chat. Man, I really do appreciate that. Um, and thank you for the love, and thank you also just for everything uh, that you did, uh, you know, hosting in uh, in Orlando and just all the love and support. Uh, doing those morning shows was so much fun. It was honestly so much fun. Uh, it looks like the <laughs> thank you, Tina, for taking care of the troll. But uh, it looks like the the Christian the Christian Bale troll is is back. Seriously, it, it's gotta get old, man. Like you've been hidden so many times, you've been hidden so many times, and you've created so many different accounts. It's it's kind of crazy. It really is crazy. Uh, Rosie two twelve, what's going on? Chris from the eighties, what is going on? James Hurley, how's it going? Says the MCU is terrible. Phase one and two, three were good. Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange were solid movies. MCU now Disney likes to uh, cock the main characters. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And yeah, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer too. I mean, there's there's a couple of things in there where I'm like, oh okay, that looks like it's fun because. You know, unpopular opinion amongst our, our circles, but it's it's still true. I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was fun. And I think Taika Waititi had those moments in the trailer where I was like, oh, that there's still that element of the that type of comedy, which I personally enjoy. It's not for everybody. But then also you have that moment where, you know, he's about to, you know, this is in the trailer, so it's not spoiling anything. 
But literally, he sees Mjolnir, and he's about to be reunited with Mjolnir, and instead of it going to him, it goes to Natalie Portman. And it's just like, no, just just stop. Because that's that's what they care about. That's what their focus is. It's ridiculous. See, Forever Sci-Fi says, unlike some other so-called strong women, the Valkyries here have earned their hammers. Yes, they have. There's Drunk 3PO again. Thank you for the $5 super chat saying, Jeremy only sends me a dollar. <laughs> well... You know, uh, drunk. I think that I think that says more about you than it does about him. Um, <laughs> by the way, ZK man, thank you for the ten dollar donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much, good sir. Uh, since I can't highlight those comments, uh, I'll just shout you out right now. He says, "Just cause." Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that donation. Really does mean a lot. Let's see, Jake, the movie geek, time to say, how was it meeting Gina Carano? It was amazing. Again, it, it was just surreal because. It's someone who we have been, you know, supporting for so long now, and it's crazy to think about the time and, and how much time has flown by over the course of her, you know, being let go from Disney and going alone and the interview she gave with with Ben Shapiro and and where we are now and just seeing her at the con too and not realizing that that's one of like the first con experiences for her and just seeing how she approached it. It just gave me, one, not only just more love and support for her, but also gave me more hope for, like, humanity. And I know that kind of sounds like it's like, oh, that's too much. But it, it's honestly true. Because at one point, one of the things that kind of struck me that she had talked about with us was that one of the handlers, uh, because, again, with all these con events, you have all of these different officials who are running all of the autograph signings, right? They're all con officials of all you know different sorts. And it's clear, it's interesting that that they have almost no connection with the people who are actually there, like no connection with the celebrities at all. Uh, they're just there to, to run it basically. And so for them, they're viewing it from a purely business standpoint. And so one of the persons actually told her like before the photograph started uh, on the, the the day that she did photos, uh, like, Hey, uh, don't forget you're here to, you're here to make money. And she's like, um, like, excuse me, no, <laughs> that's that's not. And so the fact that one, it kind of revealed a little bit about how the cons work and how they view how basically the people working in the cons, and I'm I'm imagining some of the celebrities that do the cons too, but like the fact that it, it's viewed in that way by some, or at the very least by the people running the con, it's like it's amazing to me that it took a, a celebrity like Gina Carano to tell you, no, 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 that's not how this is going to work. No, 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 this is not that that's that's not what's going on here. And then hearing about the experiences of other people who were with us, who got photos with people that they were fans of, um, you know, Ivan, uh, Ivan Ortega, shout out to Ivan. He was talking about his experience of of uh, of the photograph that he was able to get and how basically it was just like he was shuffled in, shuffled out. And Gina Carano wanted to make sure that that is not what happened to the people that went to go see her. She was like, no, we're going to have experiences. This is not just like a quick little, so she would have conversations with people. And, and that's why I was so happy that Jay was able to live stream a lot of it because it was able to give a real behind the scenes look at what was going on. And I think it's important that we see that because it, I think one helps to humanize uh, the people that are, you know, working these cons, but it also, it helps you to realize just how amazing people like Gina are. They're, they're not a very common, <laughs> it's like she's a very rare celebrity where she's, she still has hold. It's weird to say it this way, but it's true. She still has hold of her humanity 
And it's something that so many, unfortunately, so it seems so many celebrities have kind of lost. And so it's something I hope that she never loses, you know, that, that spark, that life. Um, and based on her interactions with people, the fact that she treats people like human beings, even on like social media and Twitter makes me have a lot of confidence that, that she won't be, I mean, if, if even Hollywood can't corrupt her now that she's out of the Hollywood bubble, I don't see how she does get corrupted in any way, but uh, meeting her was amazing. What's up, Rogue Disney? How's it going, brother? Uh, and there's Jeremy again saying, uh, drunk 3PO isn't worth a dollar. Dang, dang. Well, he's definitely worth something. He's at least worth a, worth a pizza party because, uh, <laughs> because, uh, Jay, Jay was again, just awesome. You know, him and, and Gina together, they are a mighty force for good. I mean, you think about the welcome to the rebellion and what they're able to do as far as, you know, helping to raise money for, you know, different charities and things like that. It's just amazing. It truly is amazing. And I know that he hates hearing it, but Jay, Drunk 3PO, if you're still watching, man, you're amazing. And you deserve more love and respect and more pizza parties. Uh, Rosie G12 says, pray for Texas. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Master of Gaming, what is going on? Hello to you. Uh, Robert Kerr says, I only give money to Odin on PayPal. Can't even give YouTube a cent. Hey, totally respect that, man. Totally respect that. Uh, what is going on, Odyssey fam? Wanted to get to y'all. Uh, Daniel is over there. What's going on? How's it going? Jacques Lesoir, ja- uh, let's see, tag to say, what's the over-under on She-Hulk turning into a Trojan horse for a trans story? They have to ruin it somehow, though the CGI already does that and subvert our expectations with something. I don't think that's going to happen, at least with the She-Hulk character. I don't see that happening with her. Um, just, just because of the way that they've already portrayed it. But I agree. The CGI is terrible. If you've not seen the She-Hulk trailer, it is abysmal from a from a visual standpoint. And it's not something that they need to do CGI for. Like they don't have to do that much CGI for. It's it's kind of insane. It really is kind of insane to see what uh how much they've destroyed it. And and, and not even destroyed, just how much they've missed of what they could have done with the character just from a design standpoint. Let's see. Zk man says, howdy to all. How's everyone? Hey, Odin can't stick around. About to go catch the early screen of Top Gun 2. Just want to stop by and say hi. Well, thank you, K-Man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I know there was a fan event tonight. Um, and someone had mentioned that to me about saying, hey, you said that you wanted to see it on IMAX early, but, uh, you know, you, you said you, I don't think you realize that they, ex- no, I knew there was a fan event tonight, but I, I have the AMC A-list. So I, if I'm going to get a, a ticket, you know, I want to be covered through the A-list and the fan events are not covered. So it would have been an additional 20. Not to say that I wouldn't be able to have gotten it. It was just, you know, I, I don't mind waiting until Thursday. Forever Sci-Fi, Canadian Bear versus Bama Bear. <laughs> I think Canadian Bear wins every time. Evan S says, put an icon of Blessed Mother on the side of the bookcase. Could definitely do that. Uh, but again, I don't even know if the bookcase is going gonna, is gonna to last. Nathan Slay, what are your issues with Uncut Gems? That was great. Adam Sandler was brilliant. It, it, it was headache inducing. That was what was wrong with it. Uh, everything was so quickly paced from the story, from cinematography that it, it just, again, it made, it made me want to have a head. It made me have a headache. Uh, you went down to Florida with a bald head and didn't get burned. Respect. Well, I didn't really spend a lot of time outside. So <laughs> that's probably why just another red shirt. What's going on, brother? Welcome. Fetigator, what's going on, man? I feel like it's been forever. Says, so is that house going to be the new G&G studio or just try it? Oh, no, 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 no. It was just for the Orlando trip. 
it was just for the Orlando Orlando trip. But uh, yeah, uh, really really excited to, to to see what what happens in the future in Orlando. There's a lot of things brewing, a lot of things from a potential standpoint, and again, us all being together is just incredible because everyone on the team is just phenomenal. Like all of us are so different, and yet all of us still are able to get along so well. Bruce says that big brown bookshelf to your left would be uh, would look good right behind you. That's the thing, though, is that I already have the Blu-ray shelf, so I don't know. Uh, again, I, I mean, because the the issue is with this wall. There's, as you can see, there's that line there because there's a corner, so the shelf wouldn't fit right there in that empty space. Plus, then the door opens up into it, so again, it would be a bit of a problem. I'm gonna try and play around with some stuff over the summer, though, and. And see if I can, uh, you know, obviously now that I have better locations to actually put posters, definitely going to put some posters up. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, how do you go to Florida and come back more pale? (laughs) It's because of the location. It's because I've shifted things. Because the lighting is now at a different location. And so because of the lighting being a different location, I look different because of that. So uh, that's one of the things that happens when when you shift things in a room is that things change. Uh, Brian Barth, to to say, do you hope Gina Carano's upcoming movies are good? I do. I do. And I have a lot of confidence in them after having heard her perspective on them. Um, just the fact that uh, uh, Terror on the Prairie was, you know, how that movie came to be and hearing that story was just amazing. And how the, that movie exists because of freedom. Let me just put it that way. That movie exists purely because of freedom. And that's what makes me want to see it. Now, I do hope it's good. And the other thing that's awesome is that she's like, when y'all see it, I want y'all to be honest. I don't want y'all to like, and so it's, it's just great to hear that she's passionate about it. She is very excited about it, but also at the same time, she understands that, Hey, just like any film, it's not going to be for everybody. And the fact that she is so open to, you know, hearing criticisms and, uh, you know, want, you know, inviting criticisms is again, I think a sign of just, again, how amazing she is. Uh, JM2021, what's going on? Burst Angel, welcome. Thank you for being in the chat. Appreciate it. Uh, Ulysses Valenzuela, welcome to the chat. Appreciate you being here. Let's see. Nathan Slay, tag to say, after the tough school year, I feel the need, the need for great summer movies. High five. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, definitely could use a lot of that. Um, very excited to be able to watch some shows, catch up on, I need to catch up on breaking, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm better call Saul. So I need to catch up on that. I've, I've, I still haven't finished the first episode, so I'm so excited to have time for that. Finally, there's so many movies to watch movies that I've been sent movies that I've been wanting to watch. Um, so to more, more time for that, I've been wanting to do a lot of reading. So again, I'm just so excited that, uh, summer is here. Uh, waiting for the Orville says, were you around when Gina came to the house? She seems so awesome and genuine. Yeah, dude. I posted uh, on Twitter and on uh, Instagram uh, the picture that we took together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We we had a pizza party. It was a lot of fun. Arch Demi Dragon, what's going on? Nerf gun fight. That was one of my favorite parts too. Other, other, than, <laughs> other than getting to meet Gina Carano and that whole experience, the Nerf guns were so much fun. Uh, I was very trigger happy with that. Mission Impossible trailer had Tom Cruise running and doing crazy stunts. It knows what people want exactly. And that's why it's a good trailer. It is a really good trailer. Uh, R Master J, thank you for the $5. Su- 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 
super chat. Thanks for being my icebreaker on Saturday. Great meeting you in real life. Dude, RJ, what's going on, man? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I understand. I get it. And I have no problem being anyone's icebreaker. Let's see. Lucas says, if Tom Cruise does not jump on a jet and start to dance in Top Gun 2, I will be disappointed. Hey, I I just want those jet shots. That's what I want. By the way, the chat is going crazy tonight, so if any comments are skipped, I do apologize. Nathan Slade Tagna said, knowing that Disney is the garbage organization they are, I don't think an Alita sequel would... Again, yeah, exactly. Nathan, I've said this. Ever since Disney took over, I've, I've shifted my focus. You know, beforehand, I was all about, hey... I want an Alita sequel. I want this story to continue. But once Disney got the rights to Fox, I was like, no, I don't want it. I don't want Disney to be anywhere near that IP because Disney is going to destroy it. So as as excited as I would be for a, a sequel to Alita and as much as I would want that if a, any other studio was doing it, I don't want Disney doing anything with that property. I do not want them anywhere near it because they will destroy it. Uh, Orange Hat Review says, I'm seeing Top Gun 2 Thursday night with a midnight live review. Very nice. Yeah, I'm seeing it uh, early showing, or not early showing, but like 7 p.m. showing. And uh, I'll I'll have a review up that evening. Uh, JM says, have you seen the Thor Love and Thunder trailer? Yesterday, I did. And again, I mentioned this a little earlier, even though there was like a couple of those Taika Waititi moments where I was like, okay, you know, there, there, there was some potential. It just, it was not good. Not a very good trailer. Uh, Master of Gaming, do you like movies like Cell 2016, Knowing the Happening, and Incarnate? I, I, the only one that sounds any what familiar is Knowing and the Happening, and the Happening was hilariously bad, and Knowing just looked really cringe. So, <laughs> uh, let's see if I ever sci-fi. I'd, I'd say I can't believe how people are eating up that Thor trailer, but then I remember that normies are normies. They're too busy to think about anything too deeply. They are consumed. They are all about the consuming. No doubt about it. Uh, Awesome one. Yeah, I have a background. It's insane. By the way, over 100 people watching. Thank you all very much for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, It's been a while since we've had we've had numbers like this. So I appreciate y'all being here, man. Let's see. Mr. Peabody says, I know I haven't been here in a while. How did we change rooms or just aspect? Yeah, just the aspect. Just shifted the desk from facing this way. And now it's facing this way. So now I have an actual background. Isn't it amazing? And thank you, yes, for noticing the Easter lighting. Awesome one. And what's going on, Peabody? Gary Banjo Sandwich. Uh, to say, I got November Con press passes for Liverpool Comic Con. Looking forward to taking photos here and spending cash on junk. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. It's awesome to see things opening up across the world, man. It really is. And even though I hated the chaos of the con because I honestly think they did oversell Megacon and it was just not an enjoyable experience for I think a lot of people because of it at the same time I am incredibly happy that they um that that there were people there and that the vast majority of them were not wearing masks and it was great um and there was only one thing that the con did that made me cringe a little bit and that was they had like specialized Megacon pins for anyone that was fully vaccinated. And I was just like, oh, come on. Like, that was the only cringeworthy part of, of the entire thing for me, at least. Uh, Kiko Rogers, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Griffin Turbo, hail to you. Uh, let's see, Luca, who is a member, says, don't trolls turn to stone when exposed to the sun? Ah, yes. Bat Manuel, what's going on? Welcome back. 
Kitty Kitty Bear PCI, what's going on? Says, what do you think Margot Robbie pirate pirate name will be in Pirates Six? I think it'll. Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna even read that one. Uh, Long Gunman eighty three, what's going on? Victor Fontaine, what is going on? Let's see. Lucas says, you mean Natalie Port Person? Yes, that that would be correct. Port Person. Sorry. Uh, very, very sorry. Let's see. Rob D says here, Hello, Odin, new room. Recently watched Batman Ninja. I am done with anime-inspired DC films. Didn't like Batman Ninja or Gotham Knight. Interesting. I feel like the DC... Uh, was it the DCAU? The DC Animated Universe has been one of the more consistently good things, at least from what I hear. Maybe they're hit and miss. At least they're more consistent than the live action films. Liam Neeson's chin. Welcome back. Always love seeing that name in the chat. Uh, Nathan Slay says, remember when Natalie Portman said she wouldn't do any more MCU movies after Thor, the dark world. Yeah. Portman's been dealing with the devil Disney with the feminist movement and probably a very high paycheck that she pushed for. And I bet it was a lot higher because again of what the agendas that they're pushing. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see. Eldritch. What's going on, man? Welcome back. Um, yeah, but again, I, I think that when someone's, so here's my thing with it. And this is again, why I have so much respect for Gina Carano, because she has the same understanding. She's like, no, like th- these people are paying over a hundred dollars for, for either, like for some of them, it's the same price to do either a, a, a photograph or to do a, a signing. And so it's like, if you're paying that much, I'm sorry, dude, like, it, like to have that experience. And that's why I, I again, have so much respect for Gina because, she was like, no, th- this is going to be an experience. This is not just about making money. This is about meeting human beings. And so I, I think that that's why I and I, why so many of us were just so impressed by everything that, that she said, because she walked the walk. You know, she, she, she talks a good game and she actually does it. She actually practices it in real life. And, I, and again, I, I just so appreciate those streams that Drunk 3PO did, because I think that he was really able to show um, you know, was really able to show that, uh, that was the case that again, she, she's just real and authentic. Let's see. Awesome. One says, uh, Otis so close to losing his humanity when it comes to, <laughs> uh, it was fun actually, actually getting to talk with him like live in person though. Like those two morning streams I was able to be on were so much fun and uh, and Ryan's obviously a, a big part of that, but hey, that's that's his personality. I can now confirm that that is just who he is. <laughs> that's just his personality. Uh, and um, it was a lot of fun to to see him and Jeremy fighting was fun to see in person too. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Nearside Cyclops, what's going on? Welcome back, Josiah Fitch. What's going on? Hardwick, what's going on? Hardwick says the reason Allie Portman refused to return after Thor Dark World is that she was furious that Marvel wound up hiring Alan Taylor instead of Patty Jenkins to direct. Yeah, so it's all politics with her. Not really surprising, I feel. Uh, Jonathan Carney, what's going on, brother? What's up? How's it going? See, Soul Assassin tagged to say the orc in the Raid Shadow Legends trailers had better CGI than She-Hulk. That's a fact. I mean, you think about Disney being a multi-billion dollar company. And you look at the CGI in the trailer for She-Hulk, and 
again, you ask that first question of why, why would you even CGI this character? That makes no sense. And then you ask the second question of, wait a minute, you have a lot of money. So if you're going to do CGI, why wouldn't the CGI be perfect? But I start with that first question. Why would you even use it for a character like hers? Like her character is, is designed to not need any CGI. Like you, you honestly could, because you know, when you look, when you talk about Hulk, I mean, you're talking about bulking, massive dude, and you need a CGI character for that. You look at She-Hulk, and it's feminine form with a lot of muscles. It's like, basically, think about any uh, female powerlifting or, you know, any of those, you know, shows. I don't even know what they're called. But you think about those, and it's like, oh, that's, that's the body type that they were going for. Now, obviously, <laughs> that's a very specific body type, and there's probably not many of them that are also actors, too. But it's like, you don't really need to do the CGI for that character in the same way. And then, yeah, her walking, carrying the guy off. Again, that was so cringe on so many different levels. I, I don't think there's anyone who has any hopes for that film, or for that series, rather, that, that kind of knows what's going on, at least. See, I agree with the others that uh, She-Hulk looks like Fiona from Shrek. The best shade of green for a Hulk character was uh, Edward Norton's. Yeah, Edward Norton's Hulk is very underrated. Very, very underrated, for sure. Uh, Tequila Professor, what's going on? Welcome back. Thanks for being here. Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich says, Obi-Wan is coming. Yes, indeed, unfortunately. Uh, Great Wuda, thanks for tagging, says, Have you watched the trailer for The Gray Man? I don't think so. Let me let me look that up real quick. Because I've seen recent films, and I feel that that would have been one. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, interesting though, it's the Russos directing again. Uh, Anna de Armas is fantastic. I love her. Uh, Ryan Gosling's in it. He's pretty great. Uh, Jessica Henwick, I actually do like, even though she was in Matrix Resurrections, which was terrible. She's, she's actually fantastic. Yeah, you do have Chris Evans in it. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. So you got a, you got a mostly good cast. But no, I have not actually seen the trailer for that yet. So I'm wondering if that is going to be playing in front of some of the films coming up. Let's see. Mark Lazeth says, the real question is, did Gina Carano like pineapple on pizza? So she's been very vocal about this. Gina Carano does not like pineapple on pizza. So she is on the right side of history. She has the correct opinion. She is. She does not like pineapple on pizza. Not to say that I enjoy her pizza order. However, it's at least not pineapple. So there's there's at, at the very least we could have some we can have some <laughs> solace knowing that she is not a pineapple on pizza person. <laughs> uh Kili Chow, what is going on? Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Phil TMNT, what's going on? Welcome back. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, uh, Tina B is talking about her and Stephanie B's live stream. They'll be doing a live stream this Thursday at 8 p.m. Check out Soup to Nuts, your movie-loving heretics. Go show her some love. Thank you. Let's see. Chef Nick Nero, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. James Hurley, tag to say, 
Uh, would watch uh, Odin would watch Phase One movies like Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor One, Avengers over Love and Blunder. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Phase One was just so incredibly strong. I mean, the fact that you have box office wise a flop like The Incredible Hulk, and yet it's one of the better films. It's it's again something that honestly is lost in so many people. We we have become so used to the this this really bad standard that the MCU has set where they don't have to try like for instance with films like Doctor Strange 2 they can just phone it in and people will just say well it's an MCU film and there were people there and there's people that I like and so therefore I like the movie because of that instead of it being a oh no it was a good movie you know so it, it's an unfortunate thing that not a lot more people are waking up to it uh, the R over on Odyssey. Thank you for the $5 hyper chat donation. Says, Hail, thanks to you and Jay for allowing me to vicariously attend the con. No problem, the R. No problem at all. Yeah, I really wish I could have done some more vlogging. Um, but again, the con itself, it was just wall-to-wall people. I was trying to film also some uh, some shots for and gamers as well so i can't wait for all those videos i think some of them have started to roll out already for premium members but for all the uh, all the all the footage we got um there was a lot of really awesome things going on the interactions the meetup so um but even just doing that was was already pretty difficult let's see bryant barth says did you ask her her other film my son hunter we did not directly but it did come up uh and and yeah she is very excited for that one too so <laughs> I think a lot of people are, I think people in the know who have seen how the mainstream media have just swept everything for the administration, this current administration under the rug and given, you know, protection when it's like, no, 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 you need to call every single administration out equally. You need to call every single person out equally. That was the whole purpose of media. And obviously that has not been the case for a long time. Um, but no, no one asked about that directly, but it did come up. Let's see. Carl Anderson, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, Kevin Apple, what's going on? Welcome. Let us see. See, Garo, Gary Berenger's sandwich tag to say, Better Call Saul episode 7. Oh, wait, they're on seven episodes already? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm not even through. I'm not even through the first episode. Which, uh, the one I'm watching, it's actually the first two episodes. So I've, I've technically watched the first episode, but it was the one where they did it both at the same time. So I still need to finish that, and I need to catch up on so many others. Oh my goodness. Ah. Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it. I mean, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, there's not much that you could spoil, I guess, because we already know like where his character ends up prior to uh, Breaking Bad. But there's also so many other things going on because there's obviously the flash forwards to different events where they could easily, uh, you know, go in certain directions. But yeah, please, uh, please avoid spoilers because better call Saul is a fantastic show and I have had just no time to watch much of anything. And so I cannot wait to catch up on that though. Can't believe though. There's been seven episodes already. Dang. Uh, Coliseum Builders, thanks for tagging us. I saw the 4K remastered Star Trek, the motion picture in theaters. While flawed, still the best sci-fi film to hit theaters in the past 10 years. Really? Uh, the last 10 years, I... No, man. Star Trek, the motion picture is not very good. 
the first that, cause that's yeah, that one's not very good. Wrath of Khan, we can have a conversation, but the first one, best one again, having the re release be the best sci fi film in the last ten years. No. I, I still and again, I know that it may not be technically the last ten years because I don't have the exact dates in mind, but I think about films like Oblivion, which were fantastic. I think about um, films like Moon, a smaller independent film, also great sci-fi uh, film as well. Asajj, what's going on? Victor Fontaine in the chat. Let's see. Better Call Saul Episode 7 ended with more shock and awe than Episode 3. You need to catch up. Bro, Victor, get me excited. Get me pumped up. Uh, Ruben, what's going on, brother? Says, hail Odin, hail the chat. Nice to meet Hey, I'm glad to hear that, Ruben. Uh, g- great meeting you as well. So, so happy to see you in the chat, brother. Thanks for being here. Tim Elf, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, dude, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been hovering around it almost all night. Uh, let's see. Luca says, the chat reached Tom Cruise levels of craziness. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi, who is a member, says, I've got to take it for the 25th anniversary showing of Fifth Element. But now I'm not sure I'll be in town for it since I'm finally getting out of Illinois at the end of June. Oh, well, I guess it's it's a it's a good thing. It's one of those things where, you know, it's sad that you're not going to be able to watch that. But it's a good thing because you're getting out of Illinois. <laughs> so got, got, just got to take it. Just got to take it in stride, I guess. Um, let's see. Awesome one says, so far... Odin has not crossed the breach to our side of the community with culture and Tom and comics. What do you mean? I'm on, I'm on with comics division every Friday. Let's see. Orange Air Review says my thoughts on the second Thor trailer. It is marked. It is a marked improvement, but still cringeworthy. Yeah. I think that the cringeworthiness is, is a lot higher in the new trailer because of that moment where Mjolnir, instead of going to the actual person that is Thor, to actual Thor instead of is going to Jane Foster, who is not Thor. Oh, she's the mighty Thor. No, she's not Thor. She's Jane Foster. She's a human being. Come on, man. Stupid. Let us see. Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, Some countries are locking down over the monkeypox now. If it worked the first time, why not try it again, right? Yeah, I, I honestly think that a lot, a lot less people are going to be compliant so if they if they want things to remain calm, they better be very careful. That's what I'll say. That is what they'll say. <laughs> Kitty bear, okay. Am I wrong to think swallows are birds like sparrows? No, not at all, Kitty bear. But I, I know what your real intentions were. A swallow carrying a coconut? It could be carried by an African swallow. An African swallow may be, just not a European swallow. That's my point. That's all I can think about whenever I hear about that. Let's see if ever sci-fi who's a member says, Thor's hammer was a phallic fertility symbol. There's nothing subtle about Jane taking it from him. Not at all. Especially when she's not Thor. <laughs> Let's see. James Hurley says, Thoughts on Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. I love it. I think it's very underrated. Very underrated, but I, I enjoyed a lot. Masters of Nerdum, who is a member on the channel, hail to you, good sir. Glad that you could catch the live stream as well. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Over on Odyssey, the R says, I'll just say this. Hail to the Archbishop of San Francisco. Amen, brother. Absolutely. 
putting Nancy Pelosi in her place, and I'm hoping that it wakes her up. I, I don't think it will, but I have to have hope. I have to have hope that she'll see the error of her ways and she'll return to the truth, but unfortunately, I, I don't think that's going to happen. In fact, I think that in the end, it's going to cause a, a lot more chaos, but we'll have to wait and see. It's the right move, though. It's, it should have been done years ago, but... um. Yeah, I think that also the reason why I think it's so incredibly important that the Archbishop did that uh, by basically, for those that don't know, because of her stance on child murder, they uh, the Archbishop of her diocese, where she's from, uh, basically has told her she is not allowed to receive the Eucharist, uh, to receive Holy Communion in the in his diocese. So in her home diocese, she's not allowed. And again, it's because she is a manifest grave sinner by supporting legislation for years, by financially supporting the evils of child murder. And there's just no other way of putting it. Let's see. Kaylee D., what's going on? Will you be going to Orlando meetup in October? Uh, I, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, when I when I told that, I was not sure to Jeremy. He was like, no, you're coming. We're going to find a way to make it work. So maybe, um, but... Right now, I'm not planning to. And the only reason why is because October, any any of the school months, so anytime between August and May, it's so tough to get any time to actually, that uh, you know, to, to to be able to leave. Because I'm all about once school starts, once I'm in full time work mode, that that gets my full uh, full time attention, and I've only like a, only a couple of times have ever made plans outside of that. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think so. I will be in Dallas. So the next one I'll be at though, I'm 95% confirmed on this. I will be at the meetup in Dallas, the FN, FNT meetup in Dallas. And I think geeks and gamers, I think we're going to try and do something too. Um, but um, I don't know. But yeah, as far as the one in October, I am still a question mark, but I don't have currently, I don't currently have plans again, because October is just a terrible time, um, especially to drive uh, eight hours over a weekend. Cause you know, could I do it? Yes, but I'd have to drive eight hours and yeah, it, it would be right at the beginning of the school year. It just wouldn't be good. That's why I really wish all the meetups would be over the summer. I just think they make more sense. It's like saying, Jeremy, hey, you know, maybe if you make a stream uh, for for gaming, uh, maybe if you make it earlier, so that way the people who have full-time jobs in the morning and have to get up for a living, and then I could play. But no. Anyway, Harwick says, Tom Cruise is one of the few producers who not only thoroughly understands what audiences want to see, but also gladly gives it to them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the new trailer uh, for part one of what are supposed to be the last of the Mission Impossible films was solid. It was really, really well done. Let's see. What makes the CGI worse is that Victoria Alonso was in charge of effects for several Marvel movies like Avengers. Now she's in charge. Now she is in charge. Yeah, seriously. Um, And I think that also it comes down to it's not just about who's behind the effects. It's about how the effects are utilized. And that's what I've always tried to make that distinction. You know, it's not just about the actual effects themselves. It's how are they used? Because when effects are overused, they become less effective and it makes everything look that much more um, artificial. Uh, Let's see, Zayafich. Yeah. So again, thank you for that. Again, uh, chat is jumping on me a little bit. So apologies if I, if I miss any comments who have tagged me or 
of anyone who's a member. See, Harbrick says, as Tom Cruise is quitting, uh, as Tom Cruise is quitting Mission Impossible for the eighth movie, the way Haley Atwell is portrayed in the new trailer makes me wonder if she's setting her, setting her up to be the franchise's new star. No, I think that the franchise, I think the franchise is ending. And again, you, you can't, you can only take a franchise so far. And when you think about where that movie started, where it went in the second film, especially where it fell off a cliff and how it's had a resurrection since that time. And we were talking about this the other day at, at the, in Orlando too, where a lot of us are in agreement that ghost protocol is probably one of the best films that they've done, um, you know, in the, in the entire franchise. But yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to do that. I really don't. I don't think that's going to be the case. Let's see. Luca, Gina is a lady of culture for not liking pineapple on pizza. Amen. Southeastern Kaiju, what's going on? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Kitty Bear says, you heathen, you offended my pineapple pizza god. Well, it's not real, so I'm okay then. (laughs) We're okay. Alrighty, let us see. Awesome one says puppy cam. Yeah, I need to I need to get the puppy cam set back up again. Uh let's see. Hardwick tagged to say if the genders were reversed in the scene in the new Love and Thunder trailer in which Thor gets his clothes knocked off and Jane and Valkyrie eats grapes and watch. Imagine the backlash. Oh yeah, absolutely. They would absolutely have gotten backlash for it. But no, when it comes to sexualizing men, oh no, there's no problem with that. And if you were to bring that up, they would immediately bring up a really bad argument, by the way, because this is a bad argument. Well, women have gone through it for so long, and so it's about time. It's like, no, that's not a good argument. There's no logic to that argument whatsoever. Talking about logical fallacies the other day. (laughs) That would be one of them. It's like, no, no, no. Just because what you say is true, that it has happened to women, does not then make doing it to the opposite gender acceptable and fine. Or at the very least, that that level of argumentation is not sound. (laughs) But yeah, there would absolutely be giant backlash. Just like we've talked about with race swapping, gender swapping, if you do the opposite direction, you're 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 never going to hear the end of it. And that's ridiculous. See, Father Christopher Miller, who's a member, says, Tenet, one of the best sci-fis in the last 10 years. Yeah, that's definitely, I would argue that Tenet is a very divisive film. Because I would agree, I very liked, I, I very much liked Tenet. But then again, I'm one of the few people that actually understood what was being said because of the, because basically everyone was complaining that the sound was bad, because it is. The sound, the sound design for Tenet and the sound mixing is completely garbage. And I really hope that uh, Christopher Nolan whatever he's been doing the last several films, he stops because it's, it's getting really bad. But I went in hyper-focused, which is a very hard thing to do. And that was the only reason why I was able to understand like 90 to 95% of the film. But even going in hyper-focused, there were still things that were being missed. So let's see. But that's, yeah, Tenet, you're going to get a lot of pushback on that one, dude. Let's see. Nearside Cyclops says, given the success of a Canadian bear, will all the FNT crew get the bear suit? Well, there can only be one Canadian bear. It wouldn't be as palpable if all of us had had bear suits. You know, I think that all of us, all of us have our own thing, you know. And anyway, I, I have I have my uh, my Crusader sweatshirt, which is awesome. Uh, Stephanie B, what's going on? Hey, what is going on? Yes, thank you. The ghost. What's going on? The ghost. New name in the channel. Uh, new name in the chat, at least. 
Um, I always like when when I mention certain things, and I don't know if you're brand new to the channel, The Ghost, or if you're just someone who's always lurked, but I always like it when I whenever things are brought up where like people who are either lurkers or people who, who maybe don't talk a whole lot, it's like, oh, I, I, I can connect with this. Yeah, Moon was really good. It was really well done. Let's see, awesome one. Tag to say, since you're off for a month, will this be a daily thing? Well, I'm off for two months. June and July. It's summer. It's summer! So, I always do my Tuesday stream, though. <laughs> I always do Tuesday. Tuesdays and Saturday streams. So, this will be a daily thing. Now, the if you're talking about the morning streams... Sometimes I need context. So if this was when I was talking about the the summer schedule, the morning streams, I'll have two morning streams uh, on this channel. It'll be the Good Morning Asgard stream. And then I will have the OMB Report stream. Typically, that one's on Thursday mornings. Um, but yeah. But if you're talking about this stream, I always have Tuesday night stream. Remember sci-fi, The Martian and Live, I repeat, are just two examples of better sci-fi films the last 10 years. Boom! And again, I knew that someone was going to be able to come come up with uh, some different examples of that. And I would I would totally support Martian. I thought that film was great. And yeah, Live, I Repeat, which is getting a, a 4K release. And uh, I just pre-ordered the Steelbook on that one. Very excited for it. But yeah, those are good shouts. James Hurley says, The reason why Incredible Hulk disappointed in the box office is because it's Sour Taste of Ang Lee's Hulk, which is the last Jedi of comic book movies. 69 around Tomatoes, audience of 51. Oh, yeah. Ang Lee's Hulk is just known as, as one of the worst, not just not just worst superhero films, but just a really bad movie. Wait for the Orville. We was only able to watch the Orlando streams live on the weekend, but watched all of the rest afterwards. They had me rolling on the floor. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Let's see. Hardwick. Tad to say, how long did you talk? get to talk to Gina Carada? We were over three hours. She was hanging out with us for over three hours. We had a pizza party, and yeah, I want to say it was roughly three hours, maybe even a little more than three hours. So again, that too was like, wow. She's just had a whole day of, <laughs> of, of meeting people and talking with people. And obviously, it's a different thing because it's like she got to just hang out right and chill and it's an entirely different atmosphere versus, you know, people coming up to you for autographs nonstop and that kind of thing. But just the fact that she, you know, my wife always words it in this way where it's like my, you know, my cup can only take so much in a given day. And this is something that's especially true of people like me and my wife, we're both introverts and there are certain things that fill up that cup. And then there are certain things that drain it and social interactions are very draining on introverts. So, just to see that even after all of that entire day, she was again, it was amazing. Uh, her sci-fi says, I told my employer they can make me full remote working from Michigan or I can just leave. I'm good with either. Dang son. Yeah. I can't really do that as a teacher. So, <laughs> but Hey, you tell them, uh, low watermark. Oh my goodness, dude. Thank you for the $50 donation via Streamlabs. Wow, dude. Thank you, man. Low watermark $50 donation just says good work. Odin. Well, thank you. Low watermark. I really appreciate it. Um, always love seeing you pop up on, on whether it's FNT or, you know, obviously seeing you pop up on this, uh, on my streams too, every, every week, it really does mean a lot low watermark. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, masters of nerdum $2 super chat. Thoughts on the new Top Gun movie? I've not seen it yet. Uh, let's see. Southeastern Kaiju. 
Thank you for the $2. Super chat says, Mortal uh, mortal or Ragnarok, have you seen either thoughts? Is that Mortal or Ragnarok? Is that is that a movie? Or are you giving me options? I'm a little confused on that. Uh, tag me in the regular chat. So that way I can I can answer the, the question. But if that's supposed if that's the name of the thing itself, then I, I wouldn't know. Also, the old guard who's been a member for seven months in a row at the Army of Asgard level, thank you very much. Says I made it for a stream for once. Hail to the fellowship. Thank you, old guard. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Really do. Really do appreciate you being here. Rosie G12, absolutely. Courageous Shepherd, he's gonna be attacked like no other. He's the one that um finally stood up to Nancy Pelosi. Uh, again, Southeastern Kaiju, I really do appreciate that. Uh, but Mortal or Ragnarok, again, just give me some clarification in the live chat on that, Southeastern Kaiju. There are two TV shows, he says. Okay, I've not seen Mortal. I've heard of Ragnarok, but I have not seen it. Ragnarok's the one where it's in, was it? it's in Icelandic. It's like one where there's subtitles for it. I think that's what's made me drag my feet on that one a little bit. Because obviously I have no issue with that because you all know I have a huge love of old school <laughs> Japanese samurai <laughs> films. But anyway, I have not seen either. I have not heard of Mortal. I've heard of, I've heard at least heard of Ragnarok as a show. 70B says, hey, what was going on when you came in the house with the hot dogs? <laughs> what? No, no, no. So, so the hot dog thing in the house, basically what was going on was they, uh, so Ben who works, uh, who's a member of the team, uh, he randomly microwaved three hot dogs because he was really hungry. So he didn't, he didn't cook them properly. He just microwaved them. And so we, we, we gave him hell for that. That was what the hot dog thing was all about. Nathan Slay says, ever since Female Thor was announced, I've always felt it's going to be a disaster. The moment it was announced, I laughed my head off because it sounded so bad having June having Jane as Thor. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always sounded pretty it's always sounded pretty cringe. And knowing from the very beginning that they were gonna try to do the whole uh mighty Thor thing, yeah. Uh, Sadly, the Kaiju says both are Swedish made uh, different takes on the Thor legend. Interesting. Okay. Might have to check those out then. Now that I actually have time to do so. Let's see. Father's counting down the days. 23 days till the Dallas meetup. Nice, brother. Or I should say father. Absolutely. Rosie G, sorry about buffering. Hopefully no one else is having that issue. Uh, awesome one it says here is a pineapple to put no no i don't want the pineapple i don't want it i don't want it gus what's up says i want to tag at broden but i'm not sure that you would read it thoughts on rain of fire well thank you brother i appreciate you being here man rain of fire is that the one with was it matthew mcconaughey and christian bale and it dragons is that the right film i'm thinking of if so, I've only I've seen that film in parts. I don't think I've ever sat down to watch the whole thing from beginning to end, but I've seen parts like long ver- like long extended, you know, long extended cuts of the film. All right, he says yes in live chat. So from what I can remember from the things that I watched, I liked it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. But I remember liking it. 
and again, thank you very much for the super chat, Masters of Nerdum. But yeah, I, I've not seen the new Top Gun movie yet, but I cannot wait to. I'm very, very excited to see it. I've got my ticket to go see it Thursday. Let's see. Luca says, what? Mission Impossible will stop after eight movies? No. It needed to stop at some point. Come on. It needed to stop at some point. Uh, let's see. Mr. Peabody says, so She-Hulk is diverse in the way that green women feel included? <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> it's very inclusive in that way. <laughs> green women everywhere. I guess Alphaba will be happy. And Lady Shrek will be happy. Princess Fiona. <laughs> South Eater Kaiju. No. Evil! Evil! <sighs> How dare you? How dare you? Frank the Bunny, what's going on? Sherry Allen, what's going on, Sherry? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ninja Hamster Uprising, welcome. Let's see, Hardwick. Tag to say, I've read an interesting theory that since Victoria Alonso's new Marvel position has to do mostly with the technical side of production, they are, quote, promoting her away from story control. Interesting. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, based on what she might be doing. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, Tina, talk about Tenet. I have it hiked up to 99. Learn sound editing, Nolan. Yeah, seriously. You need subtitles for it. Unfortunately, uh, Hound 3000, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Let's see. Nathan Slay tagged to say, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge Nolan guy. I prefer simplicity and great dialogue and fun characters to just really complex stories with boring dialogue and mech characters. Well, brother, you need to give his better films a shot, like The Prestige, arguably his best film. If you've never seen The Prestige, you need to watch it. It's fantastic. Great twists and turns, great dialogue, and great characters with great acting. So you need to watch the right movies. The Prestige would be one of them. Let's see. Josiah Fitch tagged to say, Have you seen the Most Dangerous Game remake with Liam Hemsworth? I have not. Ghost says, definitely a lurker. Nice. Glad to see that. Physics Channel, Kenny Lee. What's up, brother? Hello, Odin. Looks like you enjoyed the weekend. I did. It was a blast. So much freaking fun. Uh, I agree. Yes. Uh, Oblivion's good. I love Oblivion. It's a, it's probably one of the most underrated uh, sci-fi films of the last decade. But I do like Live, Die, Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow better. Let's see. Hardwick says, is there any footage? No. Uh, and that was something that we we were very adamant about because we we just wanted to hang out. And again, because she is a uh, regular person, she's a human being, and we wanted her to feel like that. So, yeah, we, we were very, very adamant about not having any, you know, cameras or anything like that up until the very end. And, and even then, we, we asked, we said, you know, can we, you know, take pictures with you? And there's a couple of videos from, like, when that started, uh, when Jay put on the Canadian bear outfit. I think there's a video of that, too. Uh, but other than that, no, I mean, again, we, it just, it was one of those things too, where I'm glad we didn't because we were just able to like, just again, soak it in and, you know, realize just how amazing of a human being she, she really is. Let's see. Victor Fontaine tagged to say, I bought the 3d steel book of live, die, repeat several years back. Just need to pick up the 4k and add it to the set. Nice. Yeah. Um, I did not because I uh, hate 
the whole concept of 3D makes me so mad that that is still a thing. <laughs> oh, man. I remember I picked up a 3D Blu-ray at one of the uh, like the, 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 the cheap outlets. Um, I'm trying to, th- trying to remember which one it was. It's Big Lots. I picked up a 3D Blu-ray, which probably had to have been going for a crazy amount of money when it was originally released. And it was a 3D Blu-ray for Jurassic Park. And I got it for like three or four bucks. And I think that just kind of explains everything you need to know about how much of a failure the 3D format, especially at home, uh, was. And that's why I am so dreading Avatar 2 because it's going to make a lot of money. I don't think it's going to get anywhere near the first film because I think a lot of people have kind of like wised up to how bad the first film really was. Um, at least that's my hope. And the problem with that film though, coming out is that all that means is we are going to have a new slew of films that are going to be getting 3d, uh, releases are going to be getting the, you know, the post-production 3d treatment as it were. We're already seeing it. I mean, Dr. Strange, as I mentioned, I had to watch that film in 3d, because when I got my ticket, I did not know I was getting a 3D ticket. It was in the Big D format, which is basically knockoff IMAX. And it did not mention 3D anywhere on there. And when I finally figured out it was, I was so angry. Because Disney is notorious for that, especially. I've talked about that before. But for those that maybe have not heard it before, Disney is that studio where they put 3D... They, you know, Prior to the pandemic, they had almost all of their major releases had a 3D version. And what they do to theaters is they tell theaters, hey, you want to have our new movie? You have to. Like, it's a requirement. You have to offer two or three 3D shows a day. And you might think, well, that's not a whole lot. Yeah, but they have to be at certain times. Like, they have to be at prime slots. So that's why you'll have people show up and they'll be like, oh, there's a showing at 6 p.m. That's perfect. And then they come to the theater and they're like, why why is it so expensive? Oh, it's 3D. Oh, and then a lot of the times they're like, well, it's at the perfect time for me. So I'll guess, I guess I'll just watch it in 3D. And that's how they get you, you know? And of course, it, it, it inflates the ticket price and it's a dirty trick. And that is probably what I'm dreading most about Avatar 2 is that it's just going to reignite that even more so amongst not just Disney, but amongst the other studios as well who have fallen away from it. Uh, waiting for the Orville says, gotta call it an early evening tonight. Well, good night to you, good sir. Just finally saw the trailer for the next season of the Orville, and I'm excited. I, I do have some some concerns, though. It is being released on Disney+. Plus. I know that Disney+, Plus recently has changed their entire thing where you can now, because now there's adult, or not adult content, but now there's more mature content on there, so they have content locks and stuff. So... I'm not as worried about them toning down the comedy for the Orville, but at the same time, it's it's still, you know, it's still Disney. So I really hope they didn't destroy it. <laughs> I really hope that they still allowed for uh, Seth MacFarlane to have full control of that show. Let's see. Hardwick tagged to say, what's wrong with microwaving hot dogs? Also, what are your thoughts on Nathan's hot dogs? Nathan hot dogs? Uh, I haven't had Nathan's hot dogs all that much, but I mean... For me, hot dogs are hot dogs, and I like them. So, But the reason why it's a problem is because a hot dog should be grilled, man. 
you know, it's one thing to do like a stovetop version, like a stovetop grill. But when you have like, I have a wood pellet grill and I don't think there's anything better in the world than, you know, barbecue, like, you know, some, some burgers and some hot dogs over an open flame. Oof. That's what's wrong. That's why nuking hot dogs is terrible because you're nuking hot dogs, man. Come on. Come on, man. See, Sherry Allen tagged to say, I hope you enjoy your break through June and July. Thank you. I appreciate that. I hope to. Today, today, wipe me out. Just getting all of this stuff moved, and I was taking care of a lot of other things. I, you know, I had to bring a bunch of books home, uh, you know, and, and find places for those as well. So it was a, uh, <laughs> it's very stressful. Very, very stressful. Um, so I was like, at one point I was like sweating too, because we are, our, our AC is working, but it's not working as well as it should. It's one of the things that I have to work on. So that's the other downside with summer is that, oh, now all the projects that we've been holding off on, because as a teacher, I'm one of the few occupations where you actually get an extended period of time off and you don't have to do anything. But that means, oh, that means you're available to be here for the... (laughs) for the AC person to show up and to take care of the dogs, uh, going to the vet and, and all that stuff. But it comes with, it comes with, comes with the territory. So, but I, other than those, I'm going to have still tons of time. So I'm very excited. Let's see. James Hurley says, here's my list of director's cuts and extend that surpass the theatrical release. Daredevil kingdom of heaven, Lord of the rings. Yes. Kingdom of Heaven is one of the most well-known director's cuts that is is just night and day. Lord of the Rings, I will argue that one a little bit. I do agree the extended editions are better. However, the theatricals are still good, you know? And then Daredevil, I have the theatrical... I, I have the director's cut because I remember hearing about that. I forgot... some Someone on YouTube, I forgot where it was, had been talking about the director's cut of... Uh, Daredevil and how it, it it makes the film so much better. So um, I have not watched that cut of the film yet, but I'm very excited to to check that at some point. Let us see. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. Again, smash the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Still got almost 100 people watching. Crazy. Thank you again for being here. Uh, if you're watching on Odyssey, light up that fire button. Does mean a lot. And also to the new subscribers, have had a few new people subscribe while the stream's been going on. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Let us see. <laughs> Hardwick tagged to say, what hot dog toppings do you like? Do you like uh, sauerkraut? Ew. I, I like pepperoni. Pepperoni is really the only topping I need on a pizza. It, it's, it's just, it's the perfect topping and you don't need to add anything to it. I don't mind things like sausage. It's like, like pepperoni sausage. Um, I would say meat lovers. However, I'm not a big fan of ham. So uh, bacon though, bacon bits, pretty good barbecue or uh, Buffalo chicken, I think as well also works pretty much the meats other than ham. I just never, I've never been a big fan of ham personally. So anyway, (laughs) all right, let's see. Sherry, says i'm about to head out to do some birthday shopping soon well hey is it your birthday today if it's if it is happy birthday see james hurley tagged to say people crap on edward norton hulk because it took itself seriously unlike later mcu and grace randolph hates it because edward norton is toxic 
which is BS. He rewrote the Hulk movie uh, Honor Source. Honor Source material. Yeah. Well, also remember that Grace Randolph is not a... <laughs> Let's just say Grace Randolph should not be taken seriously at all. So... No. Just no. Don't don't take her seriously. But no, Edward, Nor- Edward Norton's Hulk is a very underrated film. Is it a perfect film? No. But it's a good film. Uh, let's see. Oh, accidentally did that. But Warren tagged to say, that's cool that you guys let Gina hang out without camera interface. Exactly. You know, we, again, we we understood. It's like the fact that she's even willing to, to come hang out with us. It's like she doesn't have to do that. She could just go back to, to her hotel to, you know, just chill. And instead, it's like, no, she hung out with us, had a pizza party, and it was a lot of fun. So... See, awesome one says, "Love your total recall 4K vid you gave me." Hey, awesome one! Glad that you're liking it, man. Yeah, I have a giveaway going on right now uh, for those that have access to the giveaways channel through your uh, Patreon, Subscribe Star, Locals membership. Um, that is on the Discord channel, the giveaway, the giveaways channel over there. And um, yeah. So three films that people have just won, and I haven't sent these out yet, but uh, someone just won Spider-Man No Way Home on 4K. Uh, speaking of that, someone has just also won the Total Recall 4K. And then the first one that someone won was The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance on 4K as well. So those are the ones that uh, I've yet to ship out. But I also have got I got the Ten Commandments on 4K. So that's one that is going to be a future giveaway. Um, I got tons of Blu-rays. I got like three or four Blu-rays for, of Kingdom of, he- of Heaven. Speaking of that film, it's the collector's edition, ultimate edition that has the director's cut on it. Um, I also have Hell or High Water on 4K Steelbook. Hell or High Water is a phenomenal film. It's a more recent film. I got Sicario on 4K Steelbook, Punisher on 4K Steelbook, tons of stuff. So, yeah, tons of stuff going on on the Giveaways channel. And, uh, and that's also a reminder, too, that there are some changes happening. Uh, one of them is already happening. So if someone is an Army of Asgard level member or above on Patreon, Subscribestar, or Locals, you have access now to the podcast. But starting in June, only Keeper of the Bifrost level people and above will have access to the Giveaways channel. So that is going to be a major change that it will happen June 1st. But obviously, I still have a ton of things to give away for those who are Army of Asgard members uh, from Patreon and Subscribestar and Locals for the month of May. Heartbreak. For the last few months, my local Dollar Tree had carried a bunch of Blu-rays. Many are Mexican releases of American movies, but the actual disc content is identical to American versions. Yeah, they. I I used to live near Dollar Trees that would do that. Unfortunately, ever since I've moved away from New Orleans, I have yet to find a Dollar Tree in my area that, that has Blu-rays. And it's sad because some of them you're like, I'll get this for a dollar. Yeah. And it's like, great sci-fi movies of the past 10 years, Alita Battle Angel, Dune, and that's all I got. Well, hey, we just mentioned a bunch that you either need to watch again or you need to watch the first time. So any of the ones that we've been mentioning, you should check out. Alita Battle Angel is a good one, of course. Dune is a good one, too. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, "Live when you say live, die, repeat, do you mean Edge of Tomorrow? Same movie, different name? Yes, exactly. That's why I, I'm pretty sure I said live, die, repeat, or as I, I think I said both. Or I tried to say both. I tried to say both. You're barring me. What's going on? How's it going? Let's see. It's a trap productions. What's going on, brother? 3D sucks. Amen. Totally agree. Welcome back. 
Glad to have you here. Victor Fontaine at Tag to Say. Yeah, I'm wondering if the new 3D tech for Avatar 2 will reinvigorate the 3D craze. How to wait and see. I just don't see how it can. The trailer is just not that exciting. None of the visuals. And if someone says, well, you can't appreciate the visuals unless you're watching it in the, in the 3D. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If a film cannot be experienced or cannot be enjoyed outside of a very specific format like meaning the story can't stand on its own, then it's not like, that's the problem with the first avatar is that the only positive things that people could say about the film was, Oh man, the visuals were astounding. It's like, yeah, what about the story? What about the acting? And as soon as you started to dive into it, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It really didn't have that good of a story. And Oh yeah, wait a minute. The acting wasn't all that great either. And Oh man. Yeah. So this film really has nothing except for the visuals. And even the visuals were not that impressive. Just being honest. I just being honest. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says, I'm more worried about what Disney will do to Daredevil. Forever Sci-Fi. Great point. Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing that get announced. Ghost in the Craig. What's going on? Thanks for tagging. I appreciate that, good sir. Got a few minutes left, so try to wrap up these last comments here. Let's see. Uh, Soul Assassin says, "How did you get any? Th- uh, did you get anything at the con? No, I did not. Uh, other than a little bit of footage for Geeks and Gamers uh, for the vlog that I did." Awesome one says, "Since you're free, can you remodel my bathroom? Thanks." <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I will not let you use me. It's my free time. I've worked very hard to get to it. I just want to enjoy my free time. Uh, Gus says, the CG holds up and it's one of the better dragon movies I've seen. Check out the cast. It might be enough to entice you to give it a full watch. God bless your brother. No, no, I, I totally agree. It's one that has been on my, it's been on the back burner, but there's a lot of things. Let's see. Uh, South Kaiju says, kraut on brats, not hot dogs. Yeah, see, for me, I'm like, I, I, I at that point, it's like hot dogs and sausage. Let's see. My question was about hot dog toppings, not pizza toppings, says Hardwick. Oh, well, the question didn't make that clear, so that's on you, brother. But, yeah, I don't... I, I, I Plain. I'm a plain hot dog. I'm a plain hot dog dude. I don't put anything on it. I think anything... I think a good hot dog doesn't need to have anything on it. If you need to have certain things on it to have a good hot dog, then you don't have a good hot dog. And, again, that goes why as to... That explains as to why nuking your hot dog is not good. Because I'm telling you, if you have it over an open flame, oh, that taste. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, General Wingster, what's up, brother? Well, we, we, we all took pictures with her after, so boom, there you go. Bruce says, I liked and have Edward Norton's Hulk movie, but yeah, Ed Norton would not have worked well in the MCU. No, no, he wouldn't have. And that doesn't change the fact that Edward Norton is not a difficult human being. I mean, I still believe that completely, uh, but <laughs> let's see. Sherry Allen says, no, it's not my B-Day. I have three relatives who have B-Days this week. Birthday was last week. Thank you for the b Oh, yeah, Sherry Allen. Well, happy, happy, late, happy late birthday then again. Uh, Peyton Herman, what's going on? Yeah, I put the five minutes uh, cooldown time on subscribing though because it, it helps to stop bots. Um, so anyway, 
I do apologize for that. Just another registered who is a member says, I can't believe someone created a 50th anniversary steelbook for Deliverance and just put the last Blu-ray, pl- uh, just put the last Blu-ray print in it. Dang, that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, I hate when they do that. I hate when they re-release something and it's nothing different. Uh, Bruce says, due to my eyesight, I can't watch anything in 3D. You're not missing anything, brother. You are not missing anything. I don't know, Ma just became a member, or rather has been a member for nine months in a row. Thank you for being a member for so long, brother. Appreciate it. All righty. Getting close to the end of the chat. Gus said, fair enough. Do 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 do. <laughs> I get that. Isn't Avatar franchise live die repeat? Uh, not the movie, but I get the joke. And yes, that's pretty much what it is. But it's uh, it's gonna be awful. Can't believe there's like five more of those. Five more of those films. Forever sci-fi. Regular hot dogs are boring. Give me Polish dog any day. Polish dog. Why? Why has it gotta be a Polish dog? How how about a hockey player? It's all right. It's all right, says Nona Moss. All right, and that's caught up with the chat, and we're right at time. So anyway, hope you all had fun. This was a blast for me. Thank you to everyone who hung out tonight, and uh, hopefully, hopefully you all can hang out again next week too. This was fun. Uh, and yeah, again, just to recap, Orlando experience was was amazing. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to the Geeks and Gamers crew. It was so much fun hanging out with everybody. Um, And, of course, getting to meet Gina Carano as well. Definitely a huge highlight. But, again, just being with the entire Geeks and Gamer crew as well was just truly an amazing highlight. Um, And it was something that I cannot wait to do again. So, yeah, planning on doing the Dallas trip. So if you are going to the FNT meetup in Dallas and the con in Dallas as well, um, I, I should be there um, is my current plan. And I'm about 95%. I need to buy my tickets to the con still, but it's it's in my calendar and and my wife is fine with it. There's just now some things I need to look into as far as like timing, like when I'm going to leave because that's going to be about a 10 or 11 hour drive for me because I'm still going to drive for that one. You know, even though obviously things like the mass mandates being lifted off planes is an amazing thing, um, I still don't really want to deal with the airports. Plus, the expenses go actually, you know, go up a crazy amount. And my car actually has really good miles per gallon. I'm able to get like 455 miles per gallon, basically. Not my, sorry, not miles per gallon. Total range, total range about 450, uh, 455 miles a tank. That's that's the more accurate way. So I should be able to do the Dallas uh, drive in um, if I fill up here. Just have to stop maybe one time. But again, that's still about a ten hours. So it, it's it, that's going to be quite a drive. So obviously that means more time commitment, and I'd, I'd want to stay a little longer probably just to make it more worth that time as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, cannot wait for that one. And to everyone who joined the stream tonight, thank you again. Shout out to anyone who hung out on on D Live, on Odyssey, on YouTube, on Twitter. I'm pretty sure I'm still live on Twitter too. But you guys are great. Old guard says even that is good. I get like 200 miles per tank. Dang, son. Yeah, I mean, I'm not all. I'm not really. And mine's not even like a hybrid or anything. And I know that the hybrids can get like a like crazy insane amount per tank. Um, but uh, anyway. 
That'll be it for me. Uh, huge shout out to 70 B and Tina B. Uh, thank you all for modding the chat tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Ulysses Venezuela, you'll be able to listen to an entire EFAP episode on the way. Yeah, pretty much my entire drive would be taken up by an entire EFAP episode. So, yeah, definitely going to have to get get some playlists ready for that trip. Was able to listen to, oh, man, yeah, just some last-minute things. I was able to get through a lot of, like, my podcast, was able to get through some music, but I was also able to get through a little bit more of Dune because I still haven't finished the Dune, the Dune, the first novel. And still thoroughly enjoying that. Ended up, like, I'm re-listening to certain things to get me back into the groove of Dune. And then I was also able to start the first book in the X-Wing series, uh, you know, Rogue Squadron. And, oh, man, so freaking good. And uh, Mark Thompson doing the voice work for it is just perfect. So very excited to be able to also get further into those stories as well with that drive coming up. But anyway... Thank you all so very much for hanging out tonight. Please make sure you smash the like button, light the fire button, and honestly, y'all are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope that this is the most recent uh, May shoutouts video. I'm pretty sure this is, uh, but if it's not and anyone is left out, I apologize. But anyway, check out the giveaways channel if you have not yet, and uh, I'll be picking some more winners soon for that giveaway. Anyway, you guys are all great. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Again, thank you to everyone who donated or super chatted and just were here liked the video as well for all the love and support in Orlando for all the love and support here now and in the future. And I hope that you enjoy the new background. Anyway, have a wonderful rest of your eating everybody. And as always, God bless. Before going any further, I wanted to give a very, very huge special shout out to one of my Valkyries, one of my longtime supporters, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for being a supporter and for being a mod on this channel. And now for a huge special shout out to all of my members who are at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals. So first on Patreon, Brandon, let's go Brandon, Christopher Bowman, Garrett Searles, Hymir Iri Hymason, Jacob from Holland, Jacob Juice, who you can check out on his Letterboxd. Jacob Juice is how you can find it. Jeffrey Toon, Joey Horn, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the modern major general story. Mad Mike Jackson, special shout out for him in a second. Mad Mitch Dunaway, Orange Hat Reviews, who you can check out his channel, Orange Hat Reviews. Rosetta Allen, you can check out her channel as well. Stan Andrian, and Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel. And a special shout out, as I mentioned, to Jacob Juice from Holland. Again, letterbox.com slash Jacob Juice for more information about him. And a special shout out to my members over on Subscribestar, Matt. 317 Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, and a huge shout out to my newest chosen of Valhalla member, Luca Illich, J Rod, the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank y'all very much for supporting on Subscribestar, and to uh, two of the members who are supporting me over on Locals who asked for special shout outs. First off, Minnesota hockey fan, let's go, let's, let, let's get a hockey player, and UAB. Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, for the win. Thank you very much for supporting me. And also Robert Barnes on Locals as well. Anyway, if you want a special shout-out, and Brett D 90 for that matter, if you want a special shout-out at the end of every single video, please check out that top link at the very top of the video description. It'll give you more information about the different tiers and what you get every single month. Thank you guys for your love, for your patience, for this month's shout-out video as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.